We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app hi how are you i'm good i love your earrings oh thank you you know what Mm -hmm. it's funny i was like i started the conversation the last time we spoke you were telling me how you didn't dine and dash, but you were accused of dining and dashing. I miss Essence Fest and when we could hug. <laughs> ah, man. I'm going to give you a good air one from here. Here we go. There we go. I'm glad I put on Shea Bud. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking a moment for me. It's so good to see your smile. You know, to be seen has had some of us sit down, but you've been pretty busy, sir. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, okay, so, so World of Dance on NBC. I'm one of the three judges. It's myself, Jennifer Lopez, Derek Huff. Uh, season four, it just finished. We The show is pre-recorded. Um, so we need we- oxygen, but I'll say oh. I'll go on. Quiet has kept me too. But um, listen, so so season four is done. Uh, we will start shooting season five soon. You know, I got I got to see what this what this COVID quarantine thing is going to do in regard to filming the next one. We shot the finale show like the day that the in, in at the finale, and as soon as y'all get done, y'all got to go home, like home home. And I'm like, damn, okay. So mind you, we didn't know what it was or how serious it was. So I got on a plane, got back here to Atlanta and posted up. Mind you, me and wife was in the process of divorcing and, and just going through that whole thing. But we back in the house together again. You know what? Uh, You've been an inspiration through all of this. So I'm going to still say Team Oxygen, MDC3. I'm going to always congratulate a winner because I ain't no hater. But um, season five, get it together. <laughs> 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 um, no, that's real. That's you, I, you know what? I was mad. I was mad at Oxygen because like every every piece they did up to the very last one was like, yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Except for that one where they almost got kicked off. Except for that one, right? And then they came back in the redemption and redeemed themselves with the blue hats and, and the thing. And I was like, yo. But then that that last one just didn't. Mm, you know what I mean? I think from a viewer, we were like, eh. They didn't did this much. It was like 80-20. Y'all just, we can't just go with this one. We were supposed to count up everything to this moment and realizing that you ain't never been nervous before you done stepped on a certain stage or done something. But see, that's why we had to judge it. The, the rule is you judge it on what you see today. 
You don't judge it on what happened yesterday. You don't judge it on what happened last week. No, you judge it on what you see right now. That's the only fair way to do it. Because it's like, we, we are in, in the industry, we understand that sometimes you have a good day, sometimes you have a bad day. But regardless of a good day, bad day, indifferent day, you must keep going. The show must go on and you must deliver. So if you don't, it ain't nobody's fault but your own. Because today is not yesterday. It's a whole new day, which means you got to be amazing today, too. And Don't if you're not my life, then I'm sorry. That's positive. <laughs> Look here. Now it's funny that you mentioned the missus. I I have had breakups, I've had hiccups, none not as per public as yours. You had the option to not talk, but you were very transparent about mm-hmm. how in a moment where people were like, ah, Coco Roro, you're ruining <laughs> my life. It allowed you to sit down for a second and not mm-hmm. just to fix things with Chris, who is gorgeous and I need her skin regiment, but you've been creating it and stuff too. So how do you navigate that given you have so many eyes on you as you're trying to work out something yourself? How did you deal? Um, Well, I can honestly say that um, before the quarantine happened and when we were kind of in the public eye and I'm out and about, you know what I'm saying? I'm moving around trying to finish this album and, and, you know, the, the, the story is out there. Everybody knows what's going on. Some people are congratulatory. Some people are like, oh, man, I really hope I wanted y'all to work, whatever the case may be. I have to put on a face in public because I can't let, every, I can't let the world know that I'm destroyed inside because I was. I felt like I failed. I felt like I failed as a husband. I felt like I failed as a man. It was bad, right? But in the face of everybody else, it's, yeah, she gave back the wedding ring. I turned into a pinky ring. We got to keep pushing, keep pimping. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on a face. And the only people that really, really knew what was going on was like, cried on my man's shoulder the whole night. He's like, bro, don't worry about it. You're going to get through this. But you can't show them that because they're going to take that. They're going to take that and they're going to turn it into weakness. Like, don't, don't expect the world to understand. You know, we, we just live in a time now where people are looking for a reason to talk crazy. So, you know, so, so suck it up when you get out there. And then when you get when you get by yourself, let out whatever it is you need to let out. So that was what it was before the quarantine. When the quarantine happened, as I said, we didn't know how serious it was, didn't know how long it was going to last. All I knew is it's something in the air that's killing people. Let me get where my family is at, period. That's it. Let me get where my kids is at. Let me get where my, my wife is at. Let me get where my mama's at. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of us not liking each other, this is my family at the end of the day. So when the world decided to go nuts, I'm, you can find me right here next to mine. That's what it is. Now, when we, when, when I first got in the house, things was tense, of course, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we both decided that we don't want, we, we, we think we've decided we don't want to be together no more. So, you know, it was, it was a little bit of, a little bit of issue initially, but the fact that we were sitting there and nobody knows what's going on. And mind you, the first two weeks to the quarantine, I ain't do nothing. Like I'm, I think I might've gained 15 pounds and just, not, I ain't shave like I think that really, was all really, of us you trying to figure real out life quarantine is. Neo over here man it was it was bad it was bad I think I ain't wear pants for a week it was nuts anyway <laughs> <laughs> I was on Zoom like ooh take off the video before you get up to get caught. right like alright thank you everybody oh wait a minute come back <laughs> <laughs> that part but no so 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 it, ultimately what we realized that we had to do because it was both in us that we didn't necessarily want to separate. We felt like we didn't have a choice because we couldn't talk to each other no more. It's like you get to that place where 
Like, it's clearly something wrong. Mm. And I'm clearly feeling something. But to avoid an argument, you won't say nothing and I won't say nothing. And we just walk around on edge all the time. Have you ever been in that place? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, where we hit, that's where we hit landed. That's what our relationship was. We ain't going to talk about it because we don't want to fight. And on top of that, I got a flight to catch. I'll be back in a week. So, you know what I mean? Really like, not how, you can't, there's no solving of any, there's no resolution to be had that way. Right? So, quarantine happens. I ain't going nowhere. I'm sitting still. All right. Let's hash it out. Let's have these uncomfortable conversations. Hey, babe. I'm t- <laughs> there she walks in the room. Let's have these uncomfortable <laughs> conversations. They say, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's have these conversations. Let's hash it out. Let's really talk about what's really bothering you. And let me talk about what's really bothering me. No holes barred, no, no feelings spared. Let's just re- just say it. I don't care if you feel like it's gonna break me in half. Just say it. Because if you don't, we're not gonna get where we need to go. Right? So we did that, and it was some crying and it was some yelling and all of that. But, but the ulti- but what we ultimately got to was above anything else i love you i love you i love you enough to die in your place have where did i ever should i ever have to make that decision it's gonna be me it's not gonna be you. i love you like that and if you love somebody like that y'all should be able to get through whatever else because everything else falls below that everything else falls below that i don't care what it is and plus we're individuals we're not gonna like each other all the time that's just the reality of being two individuals you show me a relationship with two people that like each other all the time i'll show you two people lying to your face mm. it's real oh, it's just a real thing i'm not i'm not saying that, i'm not saying that there aren't those great and amazing relationships out there well oh, i love everything about it and vice versa but you know last tuesday you fought it and it was real bad and it sunk the whole house up and you was just you just did not like him for have long, you know, it might have been all day. Like, you come in here and just blow the whole house up. You know, get out of my damn face. It, it happens. It happens. It's, it's what it is to be a human being. But if the love is real, if the love is genuine and unconditional, like people claim it is, if that's real, nothing else is nothing else is bigger than that. So everything that happens, y'all should be able to work through. Y'all should find your way to navigate through it. Now that y'all have navigated, have y'all put some rules in place? Like, listen... No matter how you're feeling, write it on a post-it note, put it in my luggage, tell me somehow. Um, I remember going through couples therapy and our therapist being like, I am a communicator, obviously, by trade. Yeah. He was not. She was like, right. y'all have to find a way to communicate during them bad moments. So did you create any steps to be like this? She'll be... Okay. No, no, we did. Um, so I am very much a, if something's wrong right now, let's talk about it right now. Let's get let's 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 figure out what needs to happen so we can get to the resolution right now. She's not like that because when she gets to that place where she's angry, she's like, "This is the last place you want me to talk because I'm gonna talk through anger and I'm gonna say something disrespectful and I don't ever want to disrespect you." Like this is this is her talking to me, and I'm like, "Okay, I feel you on that, but at the same time, the longer you harbor on something, the more the more damage it does." And she's like, "I feel you on that, but." You don't understand the damage that I can do when I'm angry. Like I don't, I don't want you to ever look at me like that. I don't ever want to have. To, I don't ever want to come at you like that. And I'm like, okay, I feel you on that. So, so, the, so that's where the compromise had to happen. It's like, all right, we ain't got to talk about it right now because you're clearly upset. But what we do have to do is pause in the moment, slow down in the moment, so so where we can figure out if you actually. Damn it! Hold on. <laughs> Sorry about that. I forgot to turn off. I forgot to turn on the do not disturb. No. But what we absolutely have to do is pause in the moment so that we can determine whether or not you should even be upset. 
Because, see, that happens a lot, too. I'll say something, and you'll hear it a different way than how I said it, and you'll just act off of that. You'll, you'll be impulsive and act off that impulse. Wait, he right. said this, and that made me mad, so I'm mad now. Wait a minute. You might have not caught what I said because I didn't say anything with the intention of upsetting you. So maybe you misheard what I said. Let's go back. Let me say it again. Tell me what you're hearing, and let me tell you what I'm saying. Let me tell you if it's right or if it's wrong. And then from there, then you decide, all right, should I be mad? You know what? Yeah, I'm mad right now. And then we work that out. We figure out what that is. But a lot of times you realize that if you try to get to the why, that it wasn't no reason for you to be mad in the first place. All right, well, I thought you meant this, but in actuality, actuality, you meant that. And that ain't enough for me to be mad at, so I'm sorry. And it's like, that, you know what I'm saying? But, But understanding how hard it is to do that, especially in the moment, especially when you know, you know you're right. You know that this person has said something crazy and you just feel in your heart of hearts that you're right. You know how hard it is to be like, all right, let me chill out and ask you what it is you really meant. Because I know what you meant. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listening to <laughs> understand oh. and not to respond is what exactly. my always says. And it's exactly. funny that you mentioned the why. I've been having conversations of I've been looking at the uprising and everything that's going on as the why. If we are out here marching and doing and saying and speaking and asking, why are you still coming at us the way that you are? Why are you still acting the way that you are? Um, you've always been very vocal. You, like me, celebrated Juneteenth. That's mm-hmm. my, you know, my official holiday. Mm-hmm. Is there a line that you feel like you have to walk as an artist when it comes to the uprising as we're going into this election and we're talking voting? I have noticed that a lot of People that have a bigger platform are a lot quieter this election season. Yeah. Scene. Well, because we because we got this whole cancel culture thing going on right now, and everybody's afraid to say something that that could potentially get them canceled by the culture. All right, I personally don't give a damn about that. I just I'm sorry, I just don't. I look at it like this, okay? I love my fans to death, and my fans claim to love me to death. Well, if you claim to love me to death, then you're supposed to take the time to understand who I am understand where I'm coming from when I speak. Understand that I'm never going to say, uh-oh, you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, lost your camera for a second. Um, my phone, my laptop was dying. I had to run <laughs> oh. <laughs> and get my charger, and I don't have one pants. So <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Thank you lot me up for making me tell the world. I, I put on a shirt, I dusted. I straightened up the stuff in the Half back. Half the people watching this is going to watch it without pants on. So don't don't feel away. I wouldn't have pants on right now if I didn't have other things to do. Like, it's just the reality of the now. I needed um, my charger, and I was like, ooh, this is why your mother said wear pants. Mm-hmm. Exactly why. Make sure you got clean drawers. Yeah. All that old. No, but uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, talking about just uh, voting the uprising and you being Yeah, the whole culture, cancel culture and... and people mad to really say how they feel because they feel like somebody gonna cancel them listen i'm gonna always say how i feel and and and, and if you disagreed and all that means is is congratulations you're a human being because we ain't we ain't always gonna agree i feel how i feel about it and for you to to, to disagree all right well that's on you what that got to do with me you don't feel how i feel i'm not telling you you have to feel how i feel i'm not saying we have to agree i'm speaking my mind I'm allowed to do that. The same way you're allowed to speak your mind, the same way you're now you're allowed to not like what I'm saying. If that's what you choose to do, I don't give a damn about cancel cult cancel culture. Because I feel like if 
Cancel culture is another thing that is keeping us from really speaking our minds, from really expressing how we truly feel. And we need to get that mess out of here too, because that ain't gonna do nothing. That's doing nothing but separating. That's doing nothing but spreading ignorance. And as we all know, ignorance is division. And that ain't what we need right now, especially not as us, not as, as us. At all. We supposed to be, we supposed to all be on the same page right now. And if anybody's not on the page, we as us are supposed to take the time to educate that person so that they can then make an educated decision on what page they want to be on. Not, oh, you don't feel like I feel? Cancel. Mm. Oh, you don't agree with what I'm saying? Cancel. That's not how it works. That's what they do. That's what they do to us all the time. They want us to conform. They want us to be what they want us to be. And if we're not what they want us to be, we get canceled. Literally. Literally. So the last thing that we need right now is a cancel culture. The last thing we need right now is something stopping people from really speaking their mind and speaking how they feel because you're supposed to right now. We need that right now. Oh, as, as I get bombarded. Come say hi. <laughs> hey! Hi! hi. she gotten big. I like the sweater. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only keep the door closed for so long before they before they bust. Mm. You know what? Me and Joe, ah, leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone. That's mine. Don't touch. Sorry. Sorry. You don't have to apologize for daddy and I got a daddy. Me yeah. and Joe talked about how parents are finding ways to run and hide during COVID quarantine. Where's your Sorry. They <laughs> hey, you're going to be in here. I got to be quiet, okay? All right. Where's your Sorry. hiding space and Crystal's hiding space in the house when y'all need to Um, My hiding space is my closet. I, I, I go into my closet and I close the door and sit up against the door like this so can't nobody go in there. Now, of course, it doesn't cause anything. All you get is, Daddy! All you get is that. But, you know, for, for a split second, I can, and then head on back into the wall. That's just kind of what it is. Oh, yes. I absolutely love it. Um, to piggyback on what you said, when we, my, I talked to my therapist a lot, as you see, we were talking about the fact that we'll never always be on the same page, but let's have the same goal. I'm curious about asking you, um, one of my stances has been, look, last June you had 20 people trying to run for some kind of nomination and they were crickets. Mm -hmm. 70 something days before the election, now we want to draw lines in the sand about who I'm going to vote for and who I'm not. Am I wrong for feeling a certain kind of way about calling people out and being more concerned on making sure you're registered and being an informed voter versus saying who not going to get a vote when it seems like, talk about dividing. Is this really the moment that we want to do this? I know you've always spoke with me very candidly and I thought what better person to speak about it than somebody mm -hmm. that I know ain't going to candy coat it. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I think you should absolutely feel the way. I, I think that, uh, the importance of voting has never been put on us the way it should be. And even and even when there was a grand effort to like make voting cool almost, so to speak, people still didn't really do what it is they're supposed to do. And I feel like people, I feel like it's because people were kind of misinformed. It's like, don't just tell people to vote because it's not about just voting. You don't get in the box and just, and just push buttons. No, you have to tell people to examine who it is that you're voting for. Like, I, I, I've been telling people a lot as of late, okay, the presidential election is coming up. That's fine. But that's the big one. Do you not understand that there are so many other elections that happen in your city before that one that you're supposed to get in on too? You don't like the DA. You don't like the, the sheriff. You don't like the mayor. The executives are all elected officials, meaning that votes or the lack thereof votes 
put them people in there. So if you don't like what they're doing, then what you're supposed to do is take it upon yourself to research who they're running against, look at their look at their views, see if you agree, and if so, vote for that person. Get the person that you don't want out of there. Because if you don't vote, you're leaving it in the hands of whoever. And you and please believe and know and understand that the people that don't like you have a whole bunch of folks ready to vote for who they want there. Mm-hmm. And who they want there might not be who you want there. We saw what just happened. And what we thought would never happen. <laughs> and here we sit. Lord have mercy. I, I just, I, I genuinely feel like it's one thing to say vote, 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 vote. But then it's another thing to educate people on why they should vote, how they should vote, you know what I'm saying, what they should be paying attention to. And I, I don't feel like enough of that happens. It's just, your voice matters. Get out there and vote. All right, well, that's that's like saying that's like telling a mechanic to just open the hood and just yeah, just bang on that for a little while. It'll, it'll be fixed. No, it's specific. It's specific. It's strategic. And if you're not thinking about it that way, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You need to take it upon yourself to get into who these elect who these electees are, who they are. Do you agree with what this person feels about uh the, I don't know child welfare? Yes. No. If you don't know, then you just, you literally just in the box pushing buttons, waiting on the one for president to come up and like, okay, anybody but Trump. You don't, you don't know who you're putting off. You didn't vote a bunch of mini Trumps in the office. <laughs> and it's funny, exactly that. You mentioned strategic. You know, a lot of us are coming up out of quarantine. You got. I'm back. Mine ain't going back. No, I've taken it upon myself to go and find teachers that are going to homeschool them because I'm looking at it like this. It is the natural plight of a child to do this. <laughs> it's the natural plight of kids to right. pick up stuff off the ground and put it in their mouth. That's, this is just what kids are. This is what kids do. You mean to tell me that y'all are going to be able to govern how these kids move around? Y'all will be able, hey, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. And put the puppy down, put him down, let him run, put him down. Well, let him run. Goodness gracious. It's put okay. him down. You don't got to put him over there. <laughs> if you can see anything with my niece, the minute the camera comes on, it's like, this is the place to be. When her toy, right. my dog comes over here, and I just be like, they're going to think Mom. I'm professional at this point. Mm. It's ridiculous. Hey, hey, guys, I just asked you to be quiet. Thank you. Forgot what I was saying. <laughs> talking about quarantine and, and teaching them babies when the school year. Yeah, yeah. so I, I went and got, I'm doing a homeschooling thing. I, there's no way for them to really govern who's sick, who's not. You're taking temperatures. All right, what about people that's asymptomatic? What about them? They ain't going to handle temperature. So you, you take his little temperature. He's 98.5 or whatever it's supposed to be. He walk in and sneeze on the next one, and now they got it, and, and so on and so on and so on and so forth. And there's no way that y'all can really govern it. There's no way that y'all can really make sure that everybody is as safe as they need to be. And my children have asthma, okay? Asthma. That is a pre-existing medical condition. Respiratory at that. I'm not taking no chances. I'm healthy as a horse. I'll get COVID and fight it off. Don't know if that's the same with them. So God forbid, I'm, you know, I'm in Atlanta and it's open out here. So, all right, I'm at the strip club. I'm doing what I do. And I get some COVID on my shirt and bring it back to my kids. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, so no, mine are not going back to school until somebody can guarantee for me that they're not going to come back sick. I'm not doing it. My sister has an eight-year-old daughter, my niece. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> also has asthma. I have asthma. So when I heard that they made teachers critical infrastructure workers, which means even if you are next to a positive case, we still you can still come back to work without quarantining. I was like, is it paying attention to all of this? And what this means? So I'm Put them down. <laughs> Give me one second. One second. If you're just tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to the one and only Grammy Award-winning good man, friend of the show, Neo, who is doing daddy duties right now. So uh, <laughs> we going to deal. And uh, a reminder that I guess that's the recap of World of Dance. You all know you like the uh, is out and When he gets back, we're going to talk about uh, the You to Love remix contest that he's having. The fact that there's a you to love challenge that's taken over TikTok. Oh, since you were yeah. gone, I was doing what personalities do. I'm like, I, I, we are with the good thing. That. Not right? everybody has that skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not everybody can hold it down on their own. I, I appreciate you for that. Listen, there, I couldn't wait to talk to you. Um, I had caught your sit down with David Banner for his podcast. Yeah. He told the story. He asked you about when you knew that you made it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I've met Neo. It's going to be something warm and fuzzy. You made me cry. And that's mm. what I like to do because I'm from Baltimore and I'm rough around the edges. So when you were like, listen, I thought I made it because I got a Grammy nomination. And I was mm. like, yeah, because you've been writing and you're singing Grammy nods. When you were like, well, no, because I got three, they won't televise. So that moment, that story you shared of the young person that came up to you and was like, listen, I've been listening to Stop This World and mm-hmm. that stopped me from taking my life. Yeah. Since that moment, how many other moments have I never call them fans, I call them village cousins because you can be always somebody always our cousin. How many other moments have you came where you were feeling like, oh, I'm working this hard and this is what I get, and then a village cousin hits you with, Yeah, but you saved my marriage. You stopped me from walking off the ledge. I'm sure that's only one of several stories countless countless times and it seems like this is this is i know that god is real and that god exists and that things happen exactly when they're supposed to and there's no getting around it, right whenever it's and it's exactly that whenever i get in that place and mind you it's rare but every now and then i'll start listening to people go neil's so underrated how come how come neil ain't, ain't where beyonce is at and all, and all of this different stuff and I mean, sometimes i'll let it get to me like yeah how come i'm not but then, I mean, but it's always something to come along to remind me of why I do this. I don't do this for status. I don't do this for fame. I don't do this so millions and millions of people can scream my name all over the world. I do this because I have to. I do this because it is woven into my DNA. I do this because I can't not. That's why. And that's the only reason why I've ever done it. It's, been, it's my therapy. Music has been my, my third sibling, my fourth sibling. I'm sorry, I got, step, I got stepbrothers and sisters. But my fifth sibling, damn it. Like music has always <laughs> been that that extra, you know, the angel on my shoulder, the devil on this one, music. It's always been that. So for me to worry myself with all the things that have nothing to do with why I do music, I'm not in the business of selling albums. That's a record label's job. My job is to make this music and make it as good as I can possibly make it in hopes that it's going to help somebody else live they live their life and do their thing a little better. That's all that's that's what I'm here for. And whenever I lose sight of that, it's always somebody to come around and go, "Bro, you know, me and my wife first dance is one of your songs." And it's like 
snap right back into reality. Like, yep, that's why. That's why. Well, tell you, the moment I heard kissing on you in public. Hey. Don't touch it. Yeah. Single with no kids has made mama very, very <laughs> And right when I felt like I was about to send a text that I shouldn't, you dropped this song and I'm like, ah, queen, remember, you want mm -hmm. this kind of investment. You want this kind of love. When the video dropped, I was like, I want that. I want that. I want him to look at me like a snack and the last biscuit. Exactly. So now I can tell you to your face, yeah, you, even when you don't think you got your people. I ain't know if you pulled that because you and Crystal had made y'all way over that hump. But to me, it reinstilled what it is that I desire in a partner and a mate, how I want mm. my dude to look at me, how I want to be loved. And I'm not sure if that was your intention. But that was exactly my intention. Because uh, so when, when the whole uh, divorce thing was happening, it was a lot of people that felt like it was fake. Was a lot of people felt like it was, it was a publicity stunt and all of that. And then when we got back together, it was like, see, I told you. But I, I, I didn't so much worry about that as much as I worried about, I need the world to know that this is what genuine and real love looks like. Now, genuine, we already discussed this. Genuine and real love does not mean that I'm going to like you every day. Genuine and real love does not mean that we're going to agree on everything. But genuine and real love means that beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter if I don't like you today, no matter if, if, if you don't never sell another record again in your life, I love you. Hands down, it's us versus everything else. That's real love. That's what real love does. Real love says, listen, we, we going to disagree, yeah. I'm going to be mad. Oh, I'm going to hate your guts sometimes. But I will never not love you. Ever. No matter what happens. No matter what you gain weight, you lose weight, you, you got all the money in the world, you broke as hell. It's us. And I need, and, and I feel like when you see me and Crystal together, you can do nothing but feel that. Because we're, we are the epitome of that now. Like, that's my homie. You know what I'm saying? Aside from her being my wife and, and my lover and the mother of my kids, like, that's my friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if I feel like even if we had gone and, and gotten a divorce, eventually we would just get back to the place where we sit and smoke blunt and watch TV. Like this is this is who we are. You know what I mean? And and, and I get up and go my way, and she get up and go hers. But we're always gonna be that. And that's what real love is. That's 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 aside from you know uh, flowers every other day and all of these things that people tell you is what love is supposed to be. Yeah, that's cute, but I could, I could be cheating on you with everything under the sun and still get you flowers every other day. Mm. Doesn't really mean, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta let stuff mean something. You gotta let stuff mean what it means. You worried about getting a new this or getting a new that, completely ignoring the fact that, yo, you can get a new this and new that and still get treated wrong. Like, like, I, feel like I feel like nowadays, especially right now, women are putting a lot of emphasis on material. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm not saying don't want nice things. I'm saying don't let nice things be a substitute for real love. Don't do that. Oh, he bought me a call you today. Like, nope. you know what I mean? Right. Or, or did he give you that purse to pacify you? Here you go. Now shut your mouth and get out of my face. While I do what I'm that going love? to do and not love you. Your song spoke to me. 
So now I got to ask when I get the rest of it, because ah. you ain't never worked in singles. I know this is the prelude to the next chapter. So when I get it, and don't tell me you don't know, and then I listen to somebody else and you be talking about, well, it's going to drop September because I can, I don't <laughs> name. No, 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 no. So mid-September, early October is when you should be looking for it. I'm, I'm literally almost done. I'm at the stage now where it's like, all right, we got to go ahead and get this one mastered. Ah, that mix ain't all the way right. Let's try that again. Like, we in that, we in that stage now. I'm, I'm, I'm not even really writing anymore. Like, it's, I have two, song, two vibes that I feel like the album needs that I haven't completely gotten all the way right yet. But as soon as I do, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Um, of said project. Hmm? Name of said project as of right now, untitled. Mm-hmm. Don't have a name for it yet. I'm going to um, be in DMs every day. Name a project. I want to know now. <laughs> I will make sure that if you are not the first, you are in the first three tonight. I want to do a listening session. Maybe I'm with it. by then we in person. If not, then we'll just do it like this. And you can walk us through where you were when you wrote what you were thinking, where you were flying, what you were eating. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So until September. We'll just stay busy with the You to Love Challenge taking over TikTok. Yes, yes. You to Love Challenge. Also, the You to Love Remix Challenge that's, that I'm doing with Loom. I saw uh, it Loom. Your notes. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, yes. Notes up for grads. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, we- I need everybody here to get familiar with Loom, too. It's a, excuse me, it's a social media slash music streaming app, right? So, and, and it's designed for independent artists. So, say you're an independent artist. You make your music, you upload it to, to Zoom, uh, to Zoom. you upload it to Loom completely free, as much music as you want, do what you want. All the streams count, so every time the song gets played, it counts as a stream, mm-hmm. and they can ver- and I can virtually gift you. And the notes, the, the million notes that we're giving away for the competition, so a note equates to a stream. So not only are you getting the streams from the song being played, if I like it, I can gift you 30 notes, 40 notes, 100 notes, 200 notes, 300 notes, whatever the case may be. So you get paid, you get paid twice. You're getting more than what you would get with Spotify, more than what you would get with Apple, more than what you would get with any of them, to be honest with you, mm. as an independent artist. Not this thing where, and no disrespect to Spotify, I love you out of death, but, but Spotify is not designed for independent artists, okay? You as an independent artist, you put your music on Spotify and you make a check for $2 every month because your music just naturally is going to sit under all of these other cats who are on record labels, who have you know, hundreds of millions of dollars back in them. Yeah, making sure that they get the right placement on these playlists. Whereas you, as you, yeah, you come in at number 274 and you get a stream and a half and they send you your $2 every month. It's like, oh, this is, this is a career. Yay. Yeah, no. <laughs> yay be killing me. Come on over here to Loom. This is, this is where you can actually see you can actually see the progress really happening. And on top of that, you're actually building a fan base from the ground up. Like people don't understand how much it means something to a fan to be the first person to discover, the first person to put their friends on. Oh, yo, you heard this? Like, yeah, yeah. Did you remember who remember who who let you know what that was? Like, that's, that means something to a fan. It means something to a fan. And we're trying to rebuild that again. And now it's not just nameless streams. Now you know who's streaming it. You know how much they liked it because they gifted you X, Y, Z on top of streaming the song seven, eight, nine hundred times or whatever the case may be. And you can thank that person directly. I feel honored. So yes. you're doing that on top of your coding school, which is popping, popping. Yes, 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 yes. And we just opened up another location in, New- in uh, Mexico. Happy about that. And then Step Up mm-hmm. got a season three. It's kind of like 
Quarantine who? Coco Road. <laughs> you ain't never Step up season working. three will be on stars, by the way. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. I was sorry for the loss of uh Nia. Yeah. I was wondering how you guys would deal with that once we got into the new season. I'm gonna wait for that because the show does wonders for me. Makes me think mm-hmm. I can dance. I learned I went out and I cannot, but I'm uh-huh. so <laughs> Of what may happen in my future, Neo. I love you. Opinions are like booty holes. Everybody got one. Don't mean that. <laughs> um, I can't thank you enough for taking a moment for me. I'm so excited about the album that should be called Poet is Dope come mid-September. <laughs> I take whatever you name it. Um, keep glowing, King. Keep doing. Shout out to uh, the babies, the misses, and just thank yes, you for being so vulnerable and so transparent with you through your pen. And hopefully I will get a Neo versus with your music and not just your penmanship, because I need that too. Been talking about that. Been talking about that. Now, Anybody on the roster? Who would I go against? I'm going to ask you who you think I should go against. Because well, we've already did. And mind you, a lot of people didn't even realize that I've already done one. I'm, I'm getting asked Johnson, every day. Like, so when are you going to do a versus? Well, see, but the one with you and Johnson was more writing. And this is what I didn't pen. Right. I want so sick versus. I would probably put you maybe with. I'm going to throw up Usher or Chris Brown because of the hits you have. Mm, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like both of them cats might, just because they've released more music than I have, I feel like they might have a few more than me. Who would be on you know, your list if you, if you? I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. because I mean, because I was thinking Usher, but then like, Usher got at least a good four or five year head start on me. So like. Yeah, but a banger is a banger. And I've been so sick for years. So listen. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. You know what I want to see? I want to see Usher versus Justin Timberlake. I want to see that. I wanted to see Usher versus Chris Brown, but Justin Timberlake would not be bad. Mm, nah, I don't. I don't want to see Usher versus Chris. I, I just. I just don't feel like. I. I don't feel like that because, mind you, the rivalry has always been Usher and and, and uh, JT. That's that's been a rivalry for a little while. It was quiet as kept, and it's very much under the radar. You know, they never like went public with it, like, oh, that dude, da 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 da. But those that know, know, there's always been a little bit of something there between the two of them. So I think that would be, I think that would be an interesting battle. I don't know if I want to see Chris battle anybody. I, I like this positive and happy place that Chris is in, and I want him to stay there. I don't want him to do nothing versus or, or against nobody. Uh, uh, find find another thing for Chris to do. I don't I don't want Chris to do a verse. I want him you know, to stay happy, positive, it, and create. I don't call it verses. I call it celebrating. celebrating it's definitely that. It's more that than a, than an actual battle. Right? Yeah, I don't like the idea of battling. It's enough room for all of us. So exactly. I'm ponder on you, and I'm gonna tweet you, IG you something. I'm about to think about who I'd like to see in a. Let me know who who you feel like would make the most sense because I'm I'm definitely down. We got, I have I clearly I have to do it again. But I always feel like, how do you do it twice? Like, I played so sick. I played sexual. I played my joints. The first one was writing, this is you and your voice. That's why you get two. And all that means mm. is you're super dope because everybody don't get two. And with that said, I got to wrap it up like Dave Chappelle. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Hitting the button. Hitting the button. <laughs> Melissa said, leave. Bye, baby. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, love. Always a pleasure to talk to you, baby. Always. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 